0: Hello, how's it going?
1: Hey, so, sorry, so sorry. Sorry, it took
0: a while. Oh, no, it's totally my fault. I, just, what, I should have sent you a link like two hours ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. I actually, you know, so I was cooking um, when it was past five, um, and I told myself maybe I should be, so do you want me to send a link sometimes, or do you prefer to be the one? Because I don't want to just leave it all on you.
0: Uh, I mean, if you want to, that'd be great. It's just downloading the app, and then I can send you the username and password for the app. Okay, sure, I can and, do and that. And then you can just share the link with me.
1: Okay, sure. Okay, I'll do that. Because, um, yeah, I feel bad. I don't want to put it all on you to
0: have to remember, so... Oh, yeah, I will... also, and it's just remembering. Otherwise, otherwise, the single link itself is not that bad. It's just, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah, oh, I just remind, oh, I just remind you. Yeah, I, just, I figured yeah. it's fine. So... And just so you know, I, so before we update each other, so first of all, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. So I was making an amazing dish. I was making tacos. So you know, like those meal kit prep services like HelloFresh. So I subscribed to this one called Sandbasket. Basket. Have you heard of it?
0: I have not, but I'm curious to see what those are like. Is it like, has the food been really good?
1: The first were really good. I was always really skeptical because when I would see people uh, order those boxes, I'm like, really? Is that, is that a real thing?
0: <coughs> Sorry, I'm always constantly sick. I'm so, also, I like really spiced up food, so I'm always willing to talk to me enough like, flavoring, flavoring so, for me in the food. <laughs> okay,
1: so here's what I would say. So I ordered, I did sandbasket Basket because sandbasket is more on the higher end of the milk kit options. Um, HelloFresh is more like in the middle. And Sun Basket is known for, you know, it's well, it markets itself for, you know, having non-GMO, organic, you know, that type of stuff. Versus Hello Fashion, the other ones tend to, even though they're cheaper, don't always provide, like, the organic options, right? Which doesn't mean it's terrible, but I just wanted an option. I was like, hey, this is my treat for myself while I'm working. I'm going to invest in, like, a really... Um, high-end milk kit service. So it just like the spices. So I'm currently, you know, recovering from acid reflux. So I I like spices. But because I'm really dealing with acid reflux, I've kind of cut down on spices. But I will say, it's a hit. Sometimes, so they recommend, so what I like about the milk kit services is they will sometimes have like a spicy dish. And they'll give you like a really cool spice mix. You know, like a jerk chicken mix, for example. Mm-hmm. But they leave it up to you to add the spice because people are different, right? Some people have more complex, you know, spice uh, abilities. Other people don't. Right. <coughs> so yes or no, it's really up to you in some cases to be able to spice it up. Sorry, I'm coughing. So yeah.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Would you ever do a milk it? Um, I don't know about thinking about. I have been- um, I've been seeing a lot of HelloFresh on my social media recently, but that's the one I know. Yes, um, I think
1: so I, I think they're really trying to advertise hard to us, and I think they maybe got me. But the only difference is, I was like, hmm, I don't want to do HelloFresh. Let me look at some other options, and that's what happened. So, advertisement actually works. I think they actually did get me. <sighs>
0: So now they do work, and like like things can also be very really so.
1: yeah. useful. Yeah. So welcome to <coughs> I'm so sorry. Welcome to Any Podcast. I'm
0: E. And I'm A. It's been a while since we recorded. It's been
1: a minute, my friend. So how you been in general?
0: Pretty good. What's i started a new just started a new job. Um Congratulations. So Thank you. So it's been happening. I don't move I have to go to Texas at some point because the job is in Texas Ooh. but that probably won't be until like, like September because it's an Indian company and India is not doing well with COVID right now so they're kind of making everyone go remote melt because of what's happening in India So
1: I tell you something I appreciate about you, you stay having a job, you always have a job, <laughs> you definitely work hard to get those jobs but you always manage to get a job, you keep a job girl, that's good
0: yeah, I don't know, I, because, like, I, well, it was because, like, um, I had my first job, right, with a company in Georgia,
1: uh-huh.
0: and then I made a decision to resign there without, like, having, like, any backup plans, really, <laughs> and so I, I went, like, a couple months without having a job, and then I got the training position, and then I got this job from that training position, so. Okay. That's really cool. But, yes, I, like, I don't know, I like having a job, I like, I like making my own money. <laughs>
1: But you always find a good job. That's good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Yeah.
0: And you picked a good industry,
1: right? Which is always consistently in demand, right? Yeah. So that's a, yeah. that's a good thing. So, how is yeah. your
0: job going? How's grad my job, your application
1: going? It's going well. Um, it's crazy balancing, you know, preparing for the test I'm preparing for again and um, grad school application and, and work. I'm trying my best. Actually, just going email because I, I do weekly um, to not my supervisor but someone who assigns me a lot of tasks. One of my superiors, I guess, the right term, my superior work, and it was it was an interesting task because it was like a d- data entry task, right? But it was a lot of data, right? And it required a level of like detail and consistency, and I think I was being pretty consistent her like an Excel spreadsheet that was summarizing, you know, some features, you know, I'm trying not to be too specific, but some features in, um, that were missing from the database that I was using. Um, and she go back to me and she's super, she's, she's, she's a perfectionist and she was like, well. First of all, there's duplicates and there's this and that. And I was like, wow, like I didn't realize that many mistakes in my report. It's just like, we're not going to be able to use it. And I spent so much time. A good job at balancing, but it is affecting me in some aspects in terms of my performance. Right. Because it's bound to happen. You know, if, if yeah. this is the first time you're balancing three major things in your life, applying, you know, for grad school, doing your tests and also you know, work, there is going to be a level of, you know, reduced performance in one area a little bit. Does that make sense? So I was was like, okay, it is what it is. So despite that, so despite the occasional, you know, mishaps or lack of detail, it's going fine, but it is crazy, girl. I've never, it's been hard. I've never been this busy. I'm consistently busy. Even now, you know, I was tempted to cancel a podcast, but, I was like, that's why I was, like, still do it. Do 30 minutes, because so that 30 minutes that you're doing with her would be, like, 30 minutes on Instagram, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm trying to... We all There's have to know how to balance right? It's about, it's about balance, you just have to figure it out. You just have to balance it all. By the way, I'm doing fine, you know. life. My life is all about balancing now, work is because fine.
0: Because you're, you're working at an IP law office, is that right?
1: I'm working in-house for a corporation. Um, working specifically, so in-house for the legal department. Um, I work mainly in IP-related projects, so yeah. Gotcha. So, but when you're in-house as an attorney, you touch every area that they're involved in. So when it's corporate law, you're going to do a lot of contracts, right? Reviewing contracts, drafting contracts, various type of contracts, um, real estate, you know, depending on the type of company, real estate. Um, so yeah, research work, cause especially what I do as a clerk, um, search based work. Um, so yeah. Cool. Cool. So it's cool. Anyways, enough about that. Let's get into the topic so we can actually stay in that thirty-minute mark. Yeah, So let's start with the first topic. We have two topics today. We're doing the. You wanna discuss the two topics?
0: Yeah. So the first one we're gonna do. I just got these three, because we discussed in the view last week, and I thought they were interesting. I thought about. Um. I thought we thought we do like one political one and one kind of fun one. So one political one I want about was this, ballet touring girl. Um. I think her name is, Pax Paisley Paxton. I think her name is Paxton Smith. And she was the value twenty her high school in Texas. And um she had a speech written out, but decided to make her speech about the the heartbeat bill that was passed in Texas. Mm-hmm. basically you can't have abortion in Texas past six weeks. Because that's when a fetal heartbeat is um heard. hmm And or supposedly, there's science that says maybe it's not really the heartbeat, but it couldn't. There's a lot of biology behind that. But, um, and the second one is uh, red, or like, what was something, something like dating red flags, kind of.
1: Yes. So let me read a little bit right now. So let's start with the first topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me, Read the first couple of paragraphs. So this is from texastribune.org. It says, Governor Greg Abbott signed into law Wednesday a measure that will prohibit in Texas abortion as early as six weeks before some women know they are pregnant huh. and open the door for almost any privacy and to sue abortion providers and others. The signing of the bill opens a new frontier in the battle over abortion restrictions as first of its kind legal provision intended to make the law harder to block, opposed to be tested in court. Um, The law takes effect in September. Yeah, and then... uh, let me see, similar heartbeat, there wasn't a one in Iowa though, similar heartbeat bills
0: have been yeah, passed by the state. Yeah, there one Alabama, there's one in, I believe there's one in Iowa too, yeah. Yeah,
1: it says similar heartbeat bills have been passed by the states and held up by the courts, but Texas version has a twist. Instead of having the government enforce the law, the bill turns the reins over to private citizens who are newly empowered to sue abortion providers or anyone who helps someone get an abortion after a fetal heartbeat has been detected. So like a father, for example, like let's say you're a woman and, no, well, let me not use the word father, but like the, the man, if let's say it's a couple, like a traditional straight couple, heterosexual couple, it would, could be, you know, the guy, right? Prohibiting the woman from being able to get an abortion. It says the person will not have to be connected to someone. Wow. So it, can be, it, could be, it could be someone random who had an abortion or to a provider to sue. Proponents of the new law hope to get around the legal challenges that have tied up abortion. Uh, okay, so this is this is a restrict. It's, it's a lot
0: more strict than the ones that um, we've seen. And the thing is, like, I don't know abortion is a very touchy subject. I feel like, but like at the end of the day, like I'm not every person that every woman is different that gets pregnant. I can't, you know. You know, every woman's story is different. What kind of said have to get an abortion? That's just, I don't, I don't know. know, it's a hard thing. Also, like commend her because it's a very controversial subject to take like a, a stance on. Because I know there was like, a lot of conservative companies that that were like really upset about it and were like blaming the media because think the media is the one that's saying telling women that you know. You can have, you can't have children young and still follow your dreams and all that stuff. It was like, which is true. I mean, I don't know if it's the media's fault, but I think there's the idea that if you get pregnant kind of young, that you can't have children and still have a successful career. But at the end of the day, like having a child does change anyone's life, for better or for worse.
1: Yes, I agree with you. So there's two things we can discuss regarding this topic, and it's kind of like how they broke it down in the view, right? I like how Joy did it. So the first first thing we could discuss is the actual substance of the law, right? Our view about abortion and how, you know, the different states and courts are restricting abortion. And then the second part of this discussion is kind of what they focused on on the view mainly was, was it appropriate, regardless of the substance? Is it appropriate for students Right, um, to use a platform um of their school um when they have been already pre when the speech has been pre approved, like switch it up and make it political. So which one do you want to start with? We can just say a few words regarding I'm um, gonna
0: start with the law. Let's start with the actual law sort I think the yeah. actual law itself is pretty restrictive in general and it like there was actually like I remember when the twenty week abortion ban came out and people were really um thought that was just restrictive as well but actually like out of all the ones i think that was the one that's like the most i think um brings um a good compromise between people that are pro life and pro choice because it helps it doesn't it discludes like if you get raped or um the baby comes from being raped or incest you can have abortion whatever whenever there's no ban on it and 20 weeks it's about five months that's the halfway point so a lot of women do know they're pregnant before 20 weeks or at least i would hope at least most women would yeah so that would be that would be i think in my book that would be plenty of time to figure out if you want to get an abortion or not and this and that that bill also like gave lenience for mothers that are you know for mothers that's health to be at risk if they had the child. Or well, The child's risk health would be also be at risk if they had the if they um if the pregnancy continued past 20 weeks. So like I think that was a pretty good compromised, uh pretty good bipartisan bill. But I was but it didn't pass because people got kind of went to their corner a little bit and um didn't approve it. So so
1: I guess my question to you, my question to everyone not use to specifically is, um, why are Republicans, because of the Republicans, so passionate about a specific topic, right? Because Megan McCain, even on The View, always talks about how it's such an important position for Republicans, right? And she right? always
0: tweets about it too, like right after. Exactly, and, and I think it's she always right after. I find that she's very passionate about it. Yes, it's true.
1: And, and and really, most conservative Republicans are right. That's the thing that she said, and I've, other people have said that. You know, if there's one issue that unifies all Republicans is um, abortion, right? Um, so, and I, I'm like, why? You know, because. Like, why is it? I get that there is an element, like in her case, maybe a personal, you know, uh, attachment to the idea of abortion, and also a political motive because she understands how important it is. But I guess my my question is: I'm curious to learn about the history behind how abortion became um, such such an important centerpiece and focus point for like conservative Republicans. and I get that, and I, I'm assuming, and this is my assumption, it's not based on research that's religiously based, right? Um, it comes right. from people's view regarding how the Bible, how the church has interpreted, you know, life. Well, and-, and I don't,
0: yeah, I thought, I agree with that. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, it's fine.
1: Um, so I'm assuming that there's some type of religious interpretation that comes from that. And here's my thing. that's fine, okay? That's okay for uh, Republicans to have that origin in terms of their passion for pro-life. me as me is. what, what perturbs me or whatever term I'm trying to figure out, is I want to see that same passion, and this is an argument that pro um uh, what's it? We, we're I'm really blanking right now. Pro life. Mm-hmm. And and.
0: I mean, I, I I like to call it anti-choice and pro-choice, but people call it pro choice
1: Pro-choice, right? pro-choice. So the, my argument was the the pro-choice people have used quite a bit is um, you don't take care of people who are actually living, right? So right, you care so much care about, about- they only care. You only care about the the babies when they they, they exist, when they're you know cooking, when they're in the mom's belly, you know. But what happens afterwards, right? What happens to these kids afterwards? say so they 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 grow up in like you know not the best housing, right? Or they are you know they end up in like not the best uh, communities to support their growth. Um, so that's my thing is. But sure, if you want to fight for people's for the for the the fetus, right? Um, while aren't you also creating up infrastructure and creating programs to also support those same kids afterwards, right? Because that's equally as important. So that's my main grievance with conservative Republicans. Um, they're so passionate about one area. Like you have to have like a very holistic approach to life. Okay, life is not just life sure, life can start at the conception. I can agree with you on that. But what about afterwards? Right? If you're putting that same as much. you, know, you get what I'm trying to say? That's my argument. Yes,
0: no, I agree. That's, that's a lot of I know people that there are a lot of people that are uh, on the left. Um that's, argue, their, that's That's the argument. And I think it's a very valid argument too. I think it's, it's a, a very, very valid and fair uh point that I mostly agree with, I think. Um I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to where you think life starts, right? For people like me, I think life comes once the baby is actually born. I don't know. if I'm not necessarily in believe that life begins at conception because there's a lot of growing the baby has to do in those nine months to become an actual baby that's born in an actual life. For some people, that may, maybe it's religious, maybe it's just how they view the world. Life begins at the moment of conception when the egg is fertilized. And the minute it starts reprodu- reproducing, I and mean, the cells start you know it starts growing um but but yes, I think there's a I think I don't think religious having a religious reason to religion is fair to bring into politics just because like not, not everyone is Christian or Catholic and has the views of abortion that you do or might have, so um, I don't think that's fair to bring into. The policy that you push forward yeah and i also think i think that's a very fair argument too, that you're saying that like you care i think if you want women to not have abortions and to not end pregnancies then give more initiatives for them to for that child we raise in a well in a well um in a good environment that means putting money towards putting money towards um you know foster uh foster care services and adoption services and mothers or and single mothers single parents um so like that child can have a good happy and healthy life yeah 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 not just like make sure making sure not just make sure that the woman has a kid so because like a lot of life let's not believe like, in that the life begins once the baby actually born because there's so much that a baby has once it's like you know it has at least i mean most cases, unless something tragic happens, most cases a baby has, you know, a life is at least sixty seventy years. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of life to live, and you want to make sure that life is happy and healthy, especially in the first five to ten years, because that's when a lot of growing and development happens. And if it's not a happy, if it's not a happy time, then that child will not be a happy and healthy child.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And what was you know. So yeah, so listen, I I'm as you know, pretty religious um and I do scientifically I agree conception starts 9 months after I mean i was born but because I am religious um I my spirituality makes my spirituality um really directs me to view conception that is started earlier right that starts from i mean sorry i'm sorry i'm a little bit tired that life starts at conception (laughs) life starts at that is my view however here's my thing i do not think that politicians i agree should be bringing their religious backgrounds if i was a politician i would not be bringing my religious background i believe in choice right so right now for me so that's my thing that i've always never understood about the whole pro life, poor choice especially pro lifers right is so i prefer not to use any label but if i was to use a label it would be poor choice um and it's yeah, poor choice
0: labels are pretty black and white I think, it's black I think and white there's a lot of gray I, in this issue and i think th- yeah i think th- the idea that you have to be yes or no on this and you can be gray <laughs> You can be, you can have, so my thing is, I believe when it comes to
1: bringing your religion into your life in general, you can have some standards for yourself. So my, the way I interpret my faith and how I, I like to relay my faith to the rest of the world is the standards I view that God has, you know, or what other people view as a universe or whatever, is I apply them to myself and I don't impose them on other people right so if i have a standard right. of like this is what i view as god's life if it starts a conception then that's something i'm going to impose for myself that means if i get pregnant and i ha- and then i'm going to have to keep t- i will keep you know keep the keep the fetus, you know and have the baby but i'm not going to put that implication on other women I think that god gives us choice you know that's how i, I view interpret it and also from a non religious perspective separation of church and state right
0: yes we shouldn't
1: we shouldn't import we shouldn't bring our personal our personal beliefs into you know um ish- i think listen morality morals are existence and morals are defined by religion morals are defined by family civil society so they will how we're made up as a person Will be somewhat influenced by our religion If you have a religion um, But you shouldn't You shouldn't impose on others You know what I'm trying to say So I'm yeah. still baffled So I don't get it Because I'm looking at just people Who have that religious undertone And who are influenced I'm like, I'm religious too I really, you know Believe deeply in the Bible But ultimately I think You know, you have to give people choice Like it's it's not fair to impose And restrict people just because you know why do you care what someone else does with their life right you can have empathy you can be there for them so whatever I'm going on a personal rant but so yeah so that's the the actual substance now do you think getting away from the substance unless you wanted to say something else do you think it was appropriate removing the topic do you think students should use schools um, events like that to to make it political
0: Um, i i don't know if it was the right venue for it just because i don't see what this specific abortion law has to do with her graduating class and what they were there for Mm -hmm. um big and plus they already had a a pre-approved speech and everything which, I mean, I'm not mad at her that she went off speech, you know, that's, there's free speech in the country for a reason, First Amendment. Um, But I also don't, I don't know, I'm glad she spoke about it, if, if that's what she's passionate about, that's great. I just don't know if that was the right venue for it, and I don't know what she was hoping the outcome, outcome of it would be. Like what, I mean, was she, I mean, if she was hoping to get maybe the uh, Governor Abbott's attention and maybe stop it from being signed or just like, get attention about it and uh, just get people riled up about being pro-life or, um, I don't know what her purpose of doing it was. I think, I think she's both very passionate about it. She seems very matured for an 18 year old and she seems very passionate about the subject. I just don't know if it was the right venue, and I don't know what her thing was behind it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I I kind of agree with what the lady said on the view. Right, I agree with yeah. I I it's I don't know. Would it been better? If she was she made like a Facebook video, like a social video, a TikTok video. I mean, I think. Because look, let's look at the alternative platform um, she would have of that scale for her to be able to that's, make a yeah, statement.
0: Exactly. That's very true. She could have posted it on any numerous social media platforms that are available to us now.
1: It, But here's, no, it would get lost in the sauce because everyone is political on all platforms, right? It would get mm-hmm. lost on the okay. sauce. Yeah. So, because everyone is making statements, you know, there, there's nothing in particular that would have stood out. But that's the only platform where all the attention was on her and she was, it wouldn't, it's the only place she could have jumped. So I think she She. She thought about it. I don't think she was like randomly like, okay, like the day before, the hour before, I'm going to switch it up. I think yeah, she I really- think, I don't
0: think it was randomly. There definitely seemed uh, planned,
1: yeah. And it was thoughtful. And I think she was like, this is the best opportunity for me to be able to make a statement and stand out in the crowd versus doing a YouTube or, so, or a post. Maybe she has already done said stuff on social media. We don't know. But again, it got lost in the sauce. So this was really the perfect platform for her to be able to really mean, make a splash.
0: I mean, to get people talking about it. She definitely, uh, I think, achieved that because, you know, after her speech, a lot of people were talking about the speech itself and the substance of the law being passed in Texas. <laughs> um, i say why not?
1: I, I mean, I think I've... I've as you age, I kind of agree with what Sanya said. As you age, you just become more. Um, you kind of wanna, you kind of comply with the structures and organizations, right? Um, but when you're young, you really have that freedom and that desire to be rebellious, right? That you lose as you get older. You really do lose as you get older, right? Society just makes you have to like, you know, have to. Be complicit, right? For many reasons. If you want to work for a company, if you want to, you have to really follow these certain sets of behavior, but you have that freedom when you're young, you really do have that freedom, right? And this will position her to be able to remain in that same space, you know, because it it won't affect her in the future necessarily, because if she goes and works for like, you know, a company, they'll know her background and they will either accept or deny her based on her background, right? Right. So it wouldn't be an issue of like if she was my age and you know she was in an organization and agreed to their terms and then did something opposite. Does that make sense? Yeah, so no, I, I mean, would I obviously. Look, grades, you
0: can definitely do stuff without too much thinking. About it. But, but even now, when I like talk or like post up online, I'm like always oh, like, okay, well, like my boss. So that's how would you react? Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> because you've already you've already subjected yourself to the system, right? But they're in that window where they haven't yet sub- sub- subjected themselves to the system so they can create you know for themselves and create a certain standard that they abide by and that will when they get into the workforce you know they the workforce the right organizations will align with them does that make sense right like yeah it's it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's i don't think it's a bad problem she'll she'll end up in the right I think yeah, I'm just I'm just saying we're older right I know you're not that much older than her, but you have you're older in the sense that you're in the workforce, right? You've subjected yourself to societal standards unfortunately already. so you have to, you're complying, right? You're complying with um, what is required. So I think that's the restriction that mean you may be a feeling We' like oh, that's not the right avenue, but it's the young people who are making the change man it's the young people making the change. Greta it Thumper, Lada, all those people—they're—they're they're the ones. I mean, so, so, I agree with you. When I first heard it, I was like, "Is that really the right platform?" But now it's like, "Oh, you are already—you have already subjected yourself to um, societal pressures. That's why you're reacting that way." You know? So, cool. All right. Anything else you wanted to add about that topic? Uh,
0: no. I think I'm good. Okay, cool.
1: So let's do the next one, which was dating standards.
0: Yes, dating red flags.
1: So I I missed that video. Like I tried looking for it, I couldn't find it. The the top what they said exactly.
0: Um, yeah, no, they was just talking like what would be like if you're dating a person or like, someone. What would be a deal that would cause you to stop dating this dating the person? Like like doesn't it doesn't be like a a uh, general type of, like just for you what would a day and deal breaker be
1: oh like what were some examples to
0: give um I don't really remember what they talked about i mean what they give to the but like it could be something like really random like how it could be like a political like, thing I guess if you want to make a political but it could also be like you oh know, you don't want to you don't like if like you know they're they don't have this kind they don't have they're not on the same field as you or they're you know, not in the. Um, they want to live in like a different place of the U.S. than you and stuff like that. Because I know for me, like, um, if you want to live in, a, if you want to live, like, I, cause I would like to move. I would like to live in the South because I like living there when I was in Georgia. Like, and if you don't live in the South, then I don't think we really connect because, that's, that's be a hard thing, to do while dating. <laughs>
1: yes. So you're dating the de- deal breaker for you is long distance
0: hmm mm-hmm. Okay. Like I'm not stuck in the South like I did like the South. But like I wanna live, I I wanna kind of see all the US before you know I end up dying in like 40, 50 years. Um, but um I could not do long distance for the life of me. Too much
1: work. <laughs> Too much work. I fail you. Um do I mind like long distance? Um I don't know. I actually don't know if I I, I mind or I don't mind long distance. I think it depends on where I am in life at that moment when I begin the relationship, right? Like right now, would I want long distance? I don't know, I don't feel any type of way. I guess because, you know, like I mentioned, I'm so busy that I would only see the person on the weekends. It depends on how long distance. Like if we're like in different states, like, let's say it's like, you know, polar opposite. Like, I'm in the north, he's in the south. Um, because I'm so busy right now, it doesn't really matter to me, right? It would probably be like we have to meet up for like a vacation or something. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a complete deal breaker. I think it just depends on where I am in life right now. Um, and I think there are moments like, you know, like after the, when I first took the test the first time, I had a little bit more downtime and I was like, oh, I need to start dating and I want to be around more people. You know what I'm saying? You have those moments where you like, you want to be around people. So I'm unclear about whether that's a deal breaker for me necessarily, but I understand you, understand where you're coming from. Um, it's too much work and you have to have a lot of trust, right?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Long distance requires a lot of choice. Like, I wouldn't be mad if it's like in the same state, but just different cities um, for different reasons. But at the end of the day, like, if you, like, if, because Jory talks about like her first husband <laughs> and how she wanted to stay in New York and he wanted to go to live in California. And obviously, that's not compatible for many reasons. So, yeah. A deal breaker used to,
1: to be um, being in the same field, because I'm in a very competitive Oh, you want field. you, want to, date,
0: you want to date a lawyer specifically?
1: No, wanting to date I, a deal breaker is being in the same field. Like I don't want to date oh, someone want, in the you same. you don't want to date a lawyer? Um, in the past, in the past, me, I was like no, because to me, I felt like lawyers would lawyers lawyers are uh, can be quite competitive. Um, so I wanted someone else. Like I wanted a different field. Um. Yeah, because I, I was worried about that competition of, like, coming home and then, you know, he's talking about his legal work and I'm talking about my legal work because I was, I was often around lawyers who were very, like, competitive and always wanted to go tip for tad, right? So, right. yeah, that to me I was worried about, but I've kind of let go of that. I've let go of that because I've realized it's – that was more like my patterns of people that I was attracting. Not necessarily romantic, but just people in my life, like friends. And if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, hopefully you wouldn't pick someone competitive, right? You would just break up yeah, with them I right think away. my
0: thing with that is, as long, like, my rule with um, careers is, as long, I cannot stand someone that's, like, always complaining about their job, right? Mm. Like, like if, you, if it's something that's sustainable and you can make a living off of it, and you can sustain yourself often. and you're not going to depend on me for money. Number one, yes. and number two, something you're passionate about for the most part, yes. and you enjoy doing it. Those are two important things. It's like if, and past that, if you're not, then that's the big of me, too. Honestly, like if you're not past what you do, then, like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. In
0: life?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I, I guess okay, That's a good one. That's a, it's mindset, right? It's mindset. It really is mindset. I want someone who, yeah, who, I guess I will say deal breaker is someone who, I think I'm really clear about my purpose and I really work hard to always, you know, fight for what I desire in my life, right? In terms of especially mm-hmm. my career, that I want someone who, like you had some direction in life has a clear direction in life, isn't just like complaining about work and happy about work. Okay, if you don't like work, what are you doing about it? You get what I'm trying to say? Because right. I've, I've worked so hard to really try and do the best and to align myself. And if I'm unhappy in a situation, I try my best to figure out a plan. Even if it's not like in a year, even if it's a five-year plan, at least I have some type of direction. So I would prefer to, you know, to be with someone who has direction in their life
0: because and about is, it, you and I mm-hmm. both worked in the catering kitchen at the college mm-hmm. we went to. Mm-hmm. And like I can I can do for myself, but that job was not fun. <laughs> that was not a fun uh, gig. Okay, I will that was a lot of work. The people made yes, it. Yes, we had fun. fun as like a team and like, the team. Yes, the, people yes, that worked at, yes. the people that worked at that job were amazing and amazing people. Yes. But like the yes. job itself, that was not a fun job. But we it's all had fun, fun doing it because we, because we knew that this was gonna mm-hmm. help. Being at this job is going to help pay for different college things and eventually will get yes. a degree and want better things.
1: Yeah, and even the people who ended up staying there long-term saw the benefit of, of, of the situation, right? The flexible hours and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, uh, to work with, a, like, um, diverse people, right? So right. I agree with you. For us, we need a time that it would end, Right, um, but even for the people who have been there long term, I think ultimately they, um, it is a much more beneficial environment. It's hard work, right? I think that when you're saying fun, it's there's certain job. It's it's a lab, it's a labor a service oriented labor job. Those jobs are t- taxing on the body. Right, fun, fun is not a, a a term, but fun you can't really use fun for any job to be honest. Even the job I do, am not going to say it's it's mentally challenging? But I, I enjoy being mentally challenged. Does that make sense? Just the way someone yes. might enjoy being physically challenged. But you can't really say fun. I can't think of, would you classify your job as fun?
0: Um, Yeah. Um, I think my job was pretty, Um, I mean, right now it's just the beginning, right? So it there's a lot of pre-orientation type of stuff. But, I mean, it is a job. It's. I don't know if it's not really challenging quite yet because it's still beginning stages. But um, yeah, I think I don't know if you can for any job. Job is fun because it's still
1: yeah. You know what I'm trying really to say. Paid for? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, no job is really fun in any sen- in in the sense of the word fun. I think it's just a term we have to use for like non-job stuff. But the challenge about the challenge, right? The challenge motivates you. So oh, right. back to like catering. So no, yeah, the people made it fun. Um. But yeah, we, we like you said, we knew our bills were getting paid. We knew that this would be good background in our resume. We enjoyed the people we're working with. We cherished the moment. So we had a very, we had a good mindset, right? Um, yeah,
0: it's fun is fun. more of a mindset than it is that the actual job. Like if you, yeah. how do attitude?
1: Yeah, in it's anyway. about attitude. <laughs> So I'm the same way. So I'm trying to think of what, what an actual deal breaker. This is actually really true because it's interesting because it's making me think about, you know, what I want in a person. So I think number one is direction. I really want someone who has direction in their life. I want someone who's a bit more okay, so this is gonna sound very specific, but I've dealt with a lot of people who have who are still have a lot of emotion emotional burdens. Emotional burdens, personal burdens. And sometimes as a partner, you end up becoming their therapist. Does
0: that make
1: sense? Yeah. And I don't want to do that all the time. I think we should do that for all our loved ones, right? Even friends. We should be there for our our friends when you go through tough times. But I don't want to be with someone where I end up becoming like their therapist like all the time. Like I'm helping them deal with the childhood trauma and everything. We all have our own individual responsibility where we have to partly do that on our own. And, I, and I've and i often seen that with men. Men come often are less likely to deal with um, baggage, whether from past relationships, childhood, you know, and happiness at work. And then women are expected to be that emotional therapist, like they're their they're healer. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want someone who at least is in the path of, does that make sense what I'm trying to say?
0: Yes. And I think men in, g- in general, not all men, there's men and women that I think hold in so much without yes. ever expressing it. Yes. And I think eventually all that stuff bottles up and it'll come out in a way that you don't want to come out. Yes. Until you deal with it. And if you don't deal with it properly, then it's going to explode somewhere sometime and it's not going to be in a good situation.
1: Yes. So, yeah, so that's 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 probably my deal breaker, age. Maybe yeah, I talked about like age gaps, especially older
0: men. I'm, yeah, I think one for me is I could not date someone younger, even like <laughs> only one year younger, just because like maybe when like when I'm like closer to your age, that might change. But like right now, all the guys, all the people that are younger than me are still in college, and like I'm just way past the college phase right now. I'm just like I can't, I can't. Think no. I'm still in college right now. <laughs> yeah i mean I went through, I, I, my sister went to milwaukee because she got a, um a job medical scribe and we had, like, she had like one last celebration with like some of her friends and she invited me to come with her mm-hmm. and it was like all these like little like young people that are like 1920 like they're so hot i was like i feel so old right now mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i've never felt so old at a event before
1: yeah that's so interesting because you're so close you're you're not that far yeah, because she's
0: only like two years younger than me. She's twenty one. So yeah, you don't think you don't think you'd feel that old, but like a lot shifts after you leave high school, and a lot shifts after you leave college. I feel like yeah, yeah, it
1: does. There's actually an intern. It's interesting. I feel like younger people are becoming more and more old. It depends. I think I think there's extremes. I think young people in the late teens, early twenties, are either in their age bracket if not acting a little bit younger than they are, or people who are aging themselves way too much. So there is like an intern at my workplace who, um she did everything pretty early. She said she got her associate's after high school. When did she? Like when she graduated high school, she already had associates, and then she did say, two years of college. And then she um, now is going into law school. So she's like 21 or 22, if not 20. It's crazy. She's really young. That's impressive. Okay. Yeah, and, and now she's in law school, but she conducts herself like she's my age, like she's twenty-eight. Like I feel like I even act younger, like and I'm like, but you're so young to be <sighs> that to be that um restrictive, right? And it could be a cultural thing where I'm from, right? I mean where I am, the state where I am, where it's more conservative, and maybe it's her environment where she's she felt she's had to mature herself a little more but I'm like so I've noticed there's been a pattern of who just like a little bit you overage themselves right Maybe they feel like that's what they need to
0: do. I think that happens to a lot of um, girls actually that they end up having to overage themselves because I feel like the minute that a girl little, a little girl turns like 11 or 12, they're like insane total to like you know be careful of who you're around, you know all that sort of stuff. And I feel like guys just let lot to be children, till they're eighteen. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, I also think it's a mindset. I think there's
1: there's this thing about some young people feel like they have to, in order to be taken seriously, have to over age themselves, or they, I don't know. It was just I was just I was just I was just really surprised that I've noticed not just with her but with some other people like they're. Not allowing themselves to just be their age, and to be honest, I need to say the same for myself. Like you know, like and um, you know, I'm uh, I t- tend to conduct myself like someone, you know, like being a homebody, like not having more fun, like someone who's already like in their thirties, you know, have more fun. I think in right. life, you just need to just be our age, right, and it's not try to like make ourselves too much too younger or too older. Just be in our age. Right. Um, yep, for sure. Yeah. So they were just, it was just—it was really surprising, just like a random thought. But no, I feel you about that. I mean, I personally dated anyone in college. I may mean, have I told you I had that twenty-one-year-old guy who asked me out. And at this point where I am, no, I don't. I don't feel appropriate to, to do that much of an age gap. I personally would be. I think. I think for me, it's safe after someone, I is after. I think after 25, you have a little bit more of a sense of who you are. I think you're very confused. You're still very I confused. I
0: can vouch that. It a very confusing time, yes.
1: It's, you're still very confused. I think once you're you have a better sense of what you want, and you probably have made a lot of commitments, whether it's... graduate school or whether it's or a family or marriage or even if it's just you've been at work for like a year or two right you have a better sense of truly who you are by 25 so that to me I was like I'm like okay I can work with someone that's 25 and above but even then again I just don't I I don't want to be someone's emotional and financial. I just don't want to be the dominant one in relationships because I've done that a lot in my not just romantic, but also personal family and other aspects where I've been the main support person. And I'm willing to do that for people at times because I think we should all be our support system for other people. But in a romantic, I don't want to be a therapist. I don't want to be a sugar mommy. I don't want to be, you know, your trophy wife. I don't want to be your third. You know, I don't, want, I just don't. To be balanced that's what ultimately i want i want more balance
0: in the relationship yes, i
1: agree so yeah oh, no, it's about time we, we talk, went 20 minutes over anything else you want to you wanted to add before we bounce
0: nope uh thank you for listening to our podcast today it's been a hot minute but we will hopefully we will be more glad that June is here and uh it's half of the year and the summer is happening
1: and yeah. if we're not too busy
0: they could yeah, we're both yeah. and work right now.
1: <laughs> I think we are, but we can always aim, you know, i would say one topic. So let's say I'm super busy or you're super busy. A minimum Yeah can, I kinda
0: like I this one two topic thing but I feel like you and I can if we can like really f like really fleshed out these two topics that we talked about today.
1: Did what you see my you know, cat was push following stuff about the Rahals no. of
0: Banana? You, what is happening with that? I just noticed your name long
1: long story short, do you do have you ever watched warehouse of a banana? i've heard of it okay have you watched the housewives in general
0: i've seen some episodes yeah
1: okay so atlanta one of the main staples is posha williams and last season kind of a boring season but it was the season she brought into the show um so they have a thing where they introduce a friend which is a new character so her show that she introduced but she wasn't like a main person she was just like making appearances was this lady called Fallon and we were introduced to her through Portia we went to their house Portia was swimming in the pool we met Fallon's husband his name is Simon and we're like okay so that's like her acquaintance right and she appeared in a couple other episodes interacted with some of the other women and then the season wraps and then Portia we Simon and her husband are separating, but Phelan is like, she doesn't want to separate. We're like, okay. So this is like day after the reunion, which was like the last episode. And then a week later, Portia is like, me and Simon are in love. She makes this long ass post saying how they're in love and how they've been knowing each other for a month and they're engaged after a month. And how oh, wow. you know she wasn't friends with Fallon. he was all for the show, all of this. So you started this whole topic, and maybe you can do it for like the, the next podcast about yeah. stealing some basically you know dating a friend's husband' okay. the time the timeline is very you should just google. it, it's interesting. It's really interesting
0: that, are they even are they even legally divorced yet?
1: They're not legally divorced, so they're still married, right? They're still going through the divorce proceedings. There's a lot of uh, overlap because literally he filed like in February, and then Portia comes out in airports like, "What you get?" So it's like, were you dating each other technically when he was still married? He's claiming it's just it's mess. It's messy, but the the yeah. over the theme is dating, marrying, getting with a I'm friend, and um, no, a friends husband someone who you thought was a friend even though she's coming is not a friend like it's kind of like exactly it's like me dating your ex i mean not even yeah. ex technically your husband or vice versa so it's yeah. so interesting you need to watch everything um you should just google it for fun if you can it's
0: like a real house, house that you would recommend because i think there's just so many real houses see it i'm saying i don't know if you watch Atlanta, lantern new york uh
1: it just depends they're all really good in different in different ways um atlanta is classic it's the one that everyone knows but right now i'd say the best atlanta's kind of like they fired one of the main people her name is nini or she whatever she left or whatever she was like hilarious but i would say check out potomac that's an area in dc check out potomac and check out beverly hills if you want to see you know fancy white women glamorous type of stuff <laughs> bougie white okay. women and there's actually an interesting thing happening with one of the people Erica Girardi you probably saw it in the news her whatever that's the whole thing uh we can talk about housewives you know what i can do a we, housewives you, we breakdown you should have been
0: talking about just for housewives i will try to watch some episodes i will yeah what, okay so i was if i was to rate it i'll say
1: number 1 is Potomac okay. number 2 is Beverly Hills Okay. number 3 is a tie for me between um okay it's a three way tie. <laughs> this is like okay, so definitely Potomac, definitely Beverly Hills, and then a three-way tie is between Atlanta only because it's 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 been a staple, but the last season kind of sucked. Slash New Jersey is it New York or New Jersey? I think it's Jersey. Jersey was Teresa. That one in New,
0: oh, New York. New York. Oh keep that in mind
1: keep that in mind and yeah so i love i I watch all that trash It's, it's it's great entertainment all right bye girl
0: all right see you next week
1: see you next week